Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I have Katie Todd, who is part of the digital marketing team at lettingaproperty.com. They look after all the social media platforms and they are absolutely smashing it in the minute. So Katie with her team, who includes B and Andy, will give them a shout out because without them, I'm sure it wouldn't be as successful as it has been. So we'll give them a little shout out. But Katie does a lot of the content with B and Andy then jumps in and does these every other week, looks at the content and how they can push it forward. So what do they do? They create engaging, informative and industry leading content for LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. So much so they've amassed 27,500 likes on TikTok and were featured in the property industry eye. So anybody that's in the property game listening to this podcast, they'll know how much of an achievement that is. So we'll get into how that's happened as well with Katie. For me, looking at their social media platforms, I think it's great to see their social media platforms with a bit of personality. So what they do is they get each member of staff to do a video, talk about a subject, really want to be thought leaders in this area and bring the staff to the forefront of the business. And we're going to get into how effective this is as well. So without further ado, Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Chris. Very much, Chris. We want to give the listeners as much value as possible about how you've got your channels to where they are today. First things first, what do lettingaproperty.com do? So lettingaproperty.com, we are an online rental platform for landlords and tenants. So we help landlords manage their properties without the expensive cost of the high street agent, essentially. So they can advertise their properties, do all the administration, um, tenancy agreements, collect their rent, protect their rent um, for a fixed fee rather than a expensive percentage. <laughs> that's the that's the sales <laughs> pitch for everyone done. <laughs> but it is, that must have been absolutely massive, especially during COVID last year. People just, and I'm sure it's a responsive website. So, sorry, when we say responsive website, it's a website that will shrink down to appear on a phone and it would look different from a desktop. So a landlord could be sat on their phone at home and pretty much organise everything for their tenant, couldn't they? Absolutely. And that's it. And you're, you're exactly right with lockdown. Um, obviously, the first few months when when the pandemic began was tough, tough for everybody. But as soon as um, the property market got back up and running, um, it became more popular than ever, to be honest. I bet you were working. Every, oh, <laughs> a lot of your mates going, I'm on furlough and you're like, oh, I'm working solid. But it was yeah. nice to do something through that. I'd have been bored sat at home doing nothing. Well, yeah. Oh. A lot of the team were furloughed um, for, for a short time, but we all came back um, eventually really, by the summer. Yeah. You all drove it. I suppose then, did you work from home or were you in the office? How did it work? Um, so uh, some of us are working from home and then we we're all finally back in the office by like August, September time, which was fantastic. And I suppose you meeting with your colleague, B, it's it's good. It's okay to do it over Zoom, isn't it? But you can get so much more done in person, I find. Yeah, I mean, so we have every other week we have a social content meeting and it's great to have that in person. We, we review the content before individually, but then we come together and we have these 
collaborative sessions where we can talk things through and you get to bounce ideas off each other and you're right there isn't anything quite like it yeah. on video it, it, sometimes obviously on a video call you can't sometimes you have to have video call but um yeah it's good when to you can do it isn't it get everyone yeah a harry bow in the middle a couple of brews and just throw <laughs> that's do you not find that sometimes and, and this is great for people listening do you find i find some of my best ideas come from something stupid that i start with I was always told yeah. when I'm brainstorming, write absolutely everything down that you can think of. And it will just like spark a little idea. Do you find like some of your TikTok ideas come from the smallest little spark of, of information? You know what? That's really funny, actually. That, that's really true. I just, I'm, I'll be uh, looking at something on, on like in my own personal time on TikTok or scrolling through our comments on our blog. And then I'll suddenly think, oh, that that'll make a that'll make a great TikTok. That'll make a great video. That'll make a great post, and then it all spirals from there. Really, that's exactly what happened with, um, with one of our one of our best TikTok videos, actually. And this is the one that got picked up by Property Industry Eye. Yeah. So, what was the video? Then talk me through that. I'll tell you what happened. So, we had decided to run with TikTok um, because I had seen. Um, a friend of mine, she posted on LinkedIn that um, they, her company posted their first ever TikTok. This was a property business as well. And the video was just a um, a property viewing. So it was just the, a, a new property. It was, it was a luxury um, a luxury business. So it's, it was a nice apartment. Who was it again? Is it Kings or... I can't remember. I can't remember. No, I so, so, no, no. Sophie showed it me. And I, I, I'm thinking like a black and gold logo. But anyway, I'll, I'll try and get it for the show notes because it, it it's just a simple walkthrough of the property, isn't it? That's all. Yeah. It, nothing spectacular. It's very simple, straightforward, but it worked, didn't it? And I saw that. And then she, um, my friend Charlie, she posted it on LinkedIn and said, we posted this yesterday and it has 100,000 views. And I thought, well, yeah, we need to get on this. <laughs> straight away yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so That's then I exactly spoke to the team yeah we um spoke to the team I said Andy really want to run this he said yeah let's go with it and B and I filmed some videos and then when we were filming that video uh, one of the blog comments sprung to mind um of a tenant saying oh my landlord comes over whenever he likes um uh, uh. <laughs> and it, okay. I, would, I can't remember what we were doing but I just remembered the comment and I thought we need this would make a great video so what I did is I was filming with my colleague Charlotte you'll have seen her in some of the videos yeah and I said Charlotte all you need to say is did you know landlords must give at least 24 hours written notice for visiting their tenanted property and that's all she, she did that and she we recorded it um filmed it edited it, put it on TikTok, and, and there you go. It was our, many, it's our best of video. How many likes does it have up until today? Um, I don't know how many yeah. likes it has, but I know it has seven, almost 700,000 views. Just, and for any, <laughs> this, this is crazy because that came from something so simple. And I think with social media content, we try and overthink it. We think, oh, what video or what post can I create that's going to have all of these views? Mm. And you never sat there and thought, 
but by, by her seeing that, nearly a million people have, will see it. Did you? Oh, God, no, no. So sometimes content, and I always speak to my clients about try and pick out the most mundane things that happen in your day. Mm. Somebody else will find them interesting. Now, to somebody off the street, they might not know that a landlord has to give 24 hours notice. To you guys, second nature, you know that. But yeah. not everybody on TikTok does. That's why it creates such good content, I think. I, I completely agree. And this is a mindset that you really have to get in when you're creating content for social media. Any content, really, you have to, especially if you've been in your job and your industry for a long time, you have to sit back and think, what is it that I give my customers? What is it that we provide our clients? Love that. And then you can provide them the information and advice that they need it'd be something that's so everyday and simple to you yeah but really giving people that that information it it's what makes you what makes your company special exactly it's what um the thing is with your content and we'll get into the social media section shortly i'm getting really excited about this now (laughs) but it's it's informative stuff you like you just said there try and sit back and think what are the questions i get asked on a daily basis what when do I get my deposit back you've probably done some of these videos anyway what is a is yeah. a, who holds my deposit and it, it's simple things like that that are simple to you and I because we've been in the, the property mm. but to somebody who's just having their first rental property moved out of their parents house and have no idea that's so valuable to them so I'm glad you said that just there's so many simple things you can talk about isn't there yeah there really is I mean we we focus on facts and information about lettings. Right. Okay. Yeah. That landlords and tenants would find useful, particularly tenants. Um, because like you say, first time renters, that is something that we like to focus on because it is a daunting thing to do to rent a property for the first time, all these different things that you have to do, all this paper you have to fill out. You don't know your rights. You don't know your responsibilities. You don't know your landlord's responsibilities. So to, find someone or a company that is able to tell you these things it's it's really valuable yeah and I think there's so many negative connotations around landlords especially kind of these tv programs landlords tenants from hell that (laughs) nice to have you guys as a company that are there just to deliver the facts you're not there on the tenant side you're not there on the landlord side you are there to inform both landlords and tenants and I think that's a great, a great way to do it. So I wanted to kind of get into what your normal day-to-day looks like, like because it'd be great for these uh, people from the property industry listen to this, mortgage brokers listen to this. Mm. I just want them to, to realise what an in-house marketeer does at a big company, just to show you the level of marketing that goes into these type of posts. So what do you do from nine o'clock in the morning normally? Okay, so um, and I want to hear about like brews, sweet <laughs> breaks for breaks for cake. I want to hear about everything. Okay, well, first of all, I have a cup of tea with oat milk, one sugar. Oh, nice, nice choice. <laughs> and then, um, I, well, as like many um, marketers, there's my job is is quite varied. There's lots of different things that you have to keep on top of. Um, a big part of our job is research and um, keeping on top of the current industry Mm -hmm. and the goings-on and as you know the property industry there's lots of different things that are changing all the time new legislation new updates things that are 
coming, not coming, cancelled, delayed. Keeping on top of all these things is really crucial for us in the marketing department because it is key content that we want to provide our customers, especially if it, for example, last year, or earlier this year even, um, the electrical installation condition report legislation changed and landlords had to... We've got it's to have compulsory to have an ICR. So that, a safety certificate, isn't it? It's exactly yeah, that, yeah. yeah, so that legislation changed and it became compulsory. Um, a lot of our content revolved around this during that time like the, and the build-up February, March, and then for the 1st of April. Um, it was such an important thing for landlords and for tenants to understand, to understand the legalities around this. So part of my day and mm-hmm. um, part of our, all of our days in the, in the marketing department is to keep on top of the news um, okay. keep on top of You've got what's to going on. Fingers to the pulse, haven't you? Because, but Absolutely. The thing, sorry to interrupt you. The great thing that you did with the EICR is instead of just posting a link out and saying it's done, you kind of mm. did, you do videos talking about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, at the time, well, actually the year before when the legislation was originally announced, we... Um, wrote a blog article about it the same day okay. um, so we did that really quickly You're... and now if you search like AI. ICR for landlords electrical for landlords it's page one because we got straight got straight in and out immediately yeah. it does have a ton of comments on there um from I'm thinking it's got like over 300 comments on that blog article now, just because people come to, throughout that year, people coming to us asking all these different questions. And what about, you, the thing is, you didn't write that blog article with the mindset of it's going to bring us business, did you? No, we wrote the article to inform landlords and tenants, inform our customers, inform other landlords and tenants. Um, but in doing so, it positions us as experts, as people that can be trusted for reliable information and then yeah that's the way you want to position yourself don't you absolutely yeah yeah so you you do a bit of research in the morning then what do you do in terms of creating posts so I'm talking about like visuals videos that type of thing okay so um to be honest that takes quite a bit of time (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's not um as easy as it looks Mm -hmm. um a big thing that we did specifically with instagram um we spent a lot of time creating templates okay yeah thinking about our brand and thinking about how we want to establish ourselves on instagram when we created we had a cohesive look because instagram as you know very visual we wanted it to be we want everything to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important on a visual platform like Instagram. But um, creating those took a long time, but now we have an established process where we get together, we talk about different topics, different um, content ideas, and then we use those templates. Saves you time, essentially. Yeah. I like that word cohesive there. I, I always had brand continuity, that mm. somebody visited your Instagram, your website your facebook mm. blog you'll have everything will be cohesive everything looks the same that's yeah. a great word to really sum up what we talk about that you want it to be as consistent as possible throughout through across your whole channels so those that's a good idea that 
people, if they're running their own social media, is to have templates set up. So all you do then is jump in and change the actual content, don't you? Yes, we do do that. Um, and as you said before, it's key not to overcomplicate things and to think and when you come to generating content ideas, think about the questions that your customers ask, think about their worries, their feelings, their concerns, mm -hmm. and use that to inform the content that you produce. Yeah. Um, having templates does help us, but it still takes us um, time. A, a, a bit of time to put the content together, plan it, go through it, you know, um, build ideas throughout the whole year because we yeah. do, we post on Instagram every single day. Do you? So, yeah. Um, and we have found that doing that has increased our engagement on there for sure. Um, and now we, we do videos as well. The TikToks that we've created, we repurpose those and um, put those on Instagram. There's so much then. I mean, hearing you talk about it, you're so measured. And I'll be honest with you, Kate and I had a chat about this and Katie was nervous to come on here. <laughs> the way that you hear Katie speak about this, and I'm sure this is the same way that you do your social media posts, you're very measured. Everything you speak about, you th there's not many ums and ahs with when you speak. <laughs> of your thinking and you're going through this process in your head. That's the way you speak about social media. So I can see when you have an idea, you sit down, you speak to B and your team about it. Mm -hmm. You then say, right, we've got this template. This is the information we're putting into the template. Mm -hmm. and we're taking that template and we're putting it on social media. There's no room for any errors or people misunderstanding the message that you're trying to deliver by having that consistent approach it helps you with your social media channels because you're delivering a consistent message so really, yeah. really like that and, and listening to the way that your day is planned out it sounds like the same <laughs> every day and it allows you to put really good content out there so social media platforms themselves what would you say your favorite platform is on social media personally personally um I would say Instagram. Ah, oh, I thought you'd say TikTok. I thought you would. Yeah. Uh, I lose half my life on TikTok. At well, night. that's that's why it's not my favourite, Chris, because it sucks away my life. But um, but also it is my favourite because it sucks away my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sophie and I, Sophie and I coming in the morning. I'm like, how long did you spend on TikTok last night? And she's like, oh, an hour. I was like, oh, I was <laughs> last night. But it is TikTok just eats into it's. It's evolving as a platform, isn't it? And yeah, we're going to talk to about the kind of content that you create for TikTok. But what would you say is the most effective? So Instagram is your favorite personal one. What would you find the most effective for the business in terms of a platform? Um, I would say TikTok is our most effective platform okay. or LinkedIn. It depends on what you define effective by. Um, LinkedIn is a great platform Um for that, I suppose for the team and the team yeah yeah we um we use it as a, a hub for company news and information announcements we use it to bring the team together to share our um our news our updates uh, employee of the month um all those yeah. kind of things um to really show people what letting a property letting a is about from a company culture perspective um that's what I do love on LinkedIn because you. Do, yeah. If if you listen to this, there's a lot of people that are on LinkedIn that listen to this podcast. Go and check them out because 
It's very, yes, you do get your company news and those sort of things, but it's very rare that you don't see a post without a person's face on it. It will be, this is, do you know what I mean? This is B, she helps us with the social media side of the business. Mm -hmm. This is what she does. Shout out to B kind of thing. And it's really just, and it's great for, yes, okay, you want to promote lettingproperty.com on social media. But it's a great little booster for the team, I think. Do you find you get more engagement on posts with photos of the team or generic photos? Um, photos of the team, absolutely. Um, and obviously tagging the team as well, because, um, for example, if it's like, oh, congratulations to, I don't know, Ashley for being employed the month or employed the quarter, tagging that person in there, not only, it's a sense of achievement for that person. Yeah. Every, or the whole team, like, will congratulate that person. It's nice to see. Um, it's a special moment for that individual. But um, anyone viewing that sees what we're about as a company and how we treat our employees genuinely. And it just reflects positively on us. Yeah, it, it's it's a company that people want to work for then, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah what absolutely. Called. So how long do you spend on social from a business point of view when i say that so you've uploaded all your posts you've scheduled mm. them mm. how long do you then spend interacting with people on social media i would say um an, an hour. hour a day okay that's what i <laughs> and this is this is my point to a lot of people that you have to spend that time to engage because you make great posts. You mm. put them out there. Mm. You can't just leave them to sit there. You need to be constantly talking to people about them. Don't absolutely. You? And um, my colleague V, she does an absolutely fantastic job of doing this. She monitors all the comments that we have on all our social media platforms, as well as our um, blog comments and our TikTok um, comments. Um, That's a big job to sit there. It is. Like 18 screens just to try every single <laughs> it is a big it is a huge job Chris but it is such a worthwhile job because yeah. as you say there's no point putting content out there for it just just to sit there and just to be there for the sake of it you need to engage with people that engage with it um to yeah. reply to comments to to yeah. just also see how people are responding to you can't just put content out there and not look back at it and see how it's done and see what people are saying about it that because for us the way people interact with our content the comments they leave mm-hmm. and the response that we get that informs it's research our whole, yeah it informs everything we do afterwards so it's, it's very important to have someone there to to monitor those and and, and engage with it in that way and this is obviously you have uh, it's a very big successful company so they're in a position where they can have a team like yourself and be and mm. as well but if it was a person on their own would you recommend them sitting there every night and sitting on their phone and responding to people they've still got to do it haven't they yeah it's a it's a tricky balance i can appreciate that um you'll want to do that but not not everybody can it's um and that's where you should be looking to to outsource someone really or to to hire someone in because it's it's so important and 
you don't want to spend all your if you're the I don't know the CEO of a business you can't spend all your time replying to comments on Facebook I mean that's what our boss John used to do years ago Um, now he has us (laughs) (laughs) when you um, you have to I suppose don't you yeah you do um so when it comes to social media and especially TikTok your ethos is especially on TikTok at the minute you're not using TikTok as a lead generation platform are you're almost using it as a bit of a research and testing and trying different forms of content aren't you yeah so um as i mentioned before and um, we were inspired by that that um, video that i saw on linkedin and we after that i i spoke to my team and i said look we should be putting content out there but what should we put out there and we thought the reason people enjoy tiktok is because it is a it gives you easy positive content it's not a chore to scroll through tiktok it's quite the opposite um so your content isn't going to work on there unless you are matching that energy and we decided that we weren't going to go for a hard sell Mm -hmm. we were going to go for the advice and information approach giving people something useful yeah and um, that's, you're playing that long game aren't you instead of putting out a post going use our platform it's so easy to let a property through us we've got we've got things online that you can read on our blog post you are literally saying here's a here's a 10 second clip about why your landlord shouldn't be visiting your property every day yeah exactly and great. it's all about giving the audience and giving your potential customers um just giving them something giving them something that they find useful or they find entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally both. Yeah. Never neither. <laughs> but um, Do you follow a guy called Gary V? Do you see any of his content? No, I don't. No, so he's, he's like this big marketeer and he says exactly what you say. You need to educate or entertain on your social media channels. And those are the two main things your content should do. Yeah. I think with TikTok, you're covering two of those bases where you're educating people, but you're entertaining with with the format of the video that's very easy to consume. Yeah. What do you do? What do? How do you edit the videos? Do you edit them on your phone? Do you edit them on the computer? Um, we edit them on our phones. So yeah, right. um, B and I share that responsibility. Um, that can be. It, it, that can be quite time consuming as well. Um, there is the thing, as you said before, don't overthink content that you're putting out there, especially with TikTok. It doesn't have to be um, expert edited. You don't have to get a video editor in. Yeah. Um, but you do need someone that understands... Um, the best way to put a video together. Yeah, how to, how to put it together, um, like captions, how to present it you know um we make sure that we caption all our video content so that it's accessible for everybody something that's extremely important and everyone should be doing um when when we talk about captioning it's essentially subtitles for the video yeah because yeah i always liken it if you're watching a video there's a lot of people that might be sat on a train they might not have had their headphones in so they don't and they're not able to play that noise out loud so by having titles on there, it, it opens your content up to so many, a, a much wider audience, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. And um, from a, 
like from an access accessibility perspective as as well um there's somebody that might be watching really it important and uh, yeah. still want to take in that information and and it, it's a shame because i think like myself that has perfect vision and perfect hearing i'm sometimes ignorant to that fact and i shouldn't be at all especially mm. we just need to increase the awareness of that that we need to open content up to everybody really so yes every video should have subtitles and Instagram, if you do an Instagram story now, if you press press the top right with a little square called stickers, when you mm. get these captions, press captions, and within two, three seconds, it auto-generates what you're speaking about, which I yeah. just think is absolutely phenomenal. It's it is phenomenal. For so many different people, isn't it? It's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, you need someone who can take into consideration all of these different things um, yeah. and really... They've got the expertise, isn't it? Yeah, the expertise. Yeah. Also, well, I think I think TikTok. What you've got there with TikTok is it's it's something quite unique, and you're ahead of the curve, really. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. Ahead of the curve in terms of in terms of video video content. So, what would you say with um, your social media posts? What's the top tip you give to somebody to try and increase the reach of them? Would you? Would it be just create informative content? Would you go down the funny route or do we just stick to what we are in terms of our own companies? So do you mean just in terms of TikTok? Uh, well, or just, every, or social content? just in general. Um, I would say um, keep an eye on the trends, um, see what's going on. Um, don't be afraid to try something new. Um, if you think, especially with TikTok, if you think that you're um business isn't relevant to tiktok or it's too boring for tiktok or it's not going to be accurately represented on tiktok you're wrong <laughs> it, it can be first and because in all honesty um that's what we thought to start with we were reluctant to join the app because we thought um you wouldn't have thought letting letting a property would lend itself to that app, would you? No, we dismissed it as irrelevant to our industry and our audience. Mm -hmm. But then after um, seeing that video on LinkedIn, I thought, you know what? We, we should we have to be on there. We should be on there. And it's worked because we just need just took some dedicated time to think about what what kind of content we put out there and how it be relevant to us and. And this is when you when you were talking about TikTok here, and it's a great point that you make that you might not think TikTok is relevant to your business. Mm. But same thing is if you're just on Facebook at the moment and you think that Instagram isn't relevant to your business, yes, you don't think that Instagram stories you have anything relevant to share. Mm. Try and share the stuff that is very. I don't want to say basic because I don't want that to have a negative connotation, but things that you think are simple. Mm. like your tenant video if you were to do that as an instagram story if that reached 100 people you've informed 100 people yeah that have been informing nobody so it's all about trying it isn't it i suppose going out there and trying it and sit, seeing where it takes you really absolutely it's um for us in terms of content inspiration um our customers are a real big inspiration for us right. in terms of the um we always talk to our customer facing teams about the questions uh, landlords and tenants are um so asking putting out content that they're asking questions yeah, yeah. absolutely because 
if we're not answering their questions, if we're not giving them the answers, um, giving them the inf information that they're looking for when they are searching Thank for you. our profiles, then what's the point is, yeah. is, is our view in that. So we do that with our blog content and our social media content and our email marketing content, everything that we put out there really we always go back to what the customers want um, and what they're wanting at that time. So we talk to talk to our um, customer service team about what questions people are asking, what people are discussing at the moment and build our content around those topics. Um, okay. So, so you, so you, you essentially getting feedback directly from your customers, not, not your not really your customers that are that they might not be buying from you or already bought from mm -hmm. you, and that I think that's what makes letting a property different, doesn't it? Because you yeah. have to listen to your consumers. You want to really push push what they're asking you about. How can we help clients more? That to me, seeing your content is one of the overriding messages that I get from all of your content. That what can we do to help the client? That's what, mm -hmm. you do, isn't it? It is what we do, and it essentially it underpins everything that we do in in the marketing team and in, throughout the whole organisation. Really, um, we obviously in the marketing team we don't talk to the customers every single day, mm -hmm. but other people in the organisation do. So we ensure that we keep all lines of communication open with with the team, encourage them to fire over ideas over to us to tell us, oh. I've got a couple of questions about the same topic. Um, we should run something on this because, and they are the key to us understanding what the customers want and then putting out the quality content that we create. Love it. So I think the overriding message here is try and listen to, even if you don't have a big company like Letting a Property, if mm. you're one man band, one woman band, try and listen to what people are talking about. And that might mm. be that if you're a one man band as a, as a, as a landlord, it's, it's thinking, what are people's pain points? That's essentially what you're doing. You're selling to their pain points, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. And solving those pain points. Yeah. The next step when you when they become a lead, when they become a customer. Um, but first, you have to show them that you are a expert in your field. You are a trustworthy, reliable organisation. And to do that, you can put out quality social content that informs without without selling selling yeah <laughs> and that's guys please um drawing to an end of the podcast here but please go and have a look at lettingaproperty.com in terms of their content that they're putting out because there's such a great mix of you meeting the team on some of the posts they're talking about new legislations that are coming out check out their blog for the longer form content when i talk about this whole 360 encapsulating marketing letting a property have got it nailed so kudos to you and your team in case you've got you're obviously doing everything everything that is right in marketing thanks very much chris i appreciate that right so to finish off the podcast i as a little thank you i like to make a donation to a charity a 10 pound donation is there a charity that you have in mind at all yes um we have chosen the harry bennett foundation um it's a local charity that is quite special to us um they fund and supply sports and games equipment, helping young people get access to sport.
Oh, lovely. That's great. Well, I'll make that donation for you. And Katie, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your tea with oat milk and one sugar and <laughs> about social media as well. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.